Good morning, good morning, good morning, everyone. This is Arthur Pearlie Martin, Biblical Principles for Inner Healing, and it's cold in Texas today. You guys, today is Tuesday, October, I don't know, is it 25th? <laughs> 2022, and it's cold this um, Tuesday morning. But I dropped in briefly because you know I got something to say. I want to ask the question are you sabotaging yourself (laughs) how many of you know it's not about what they say to you or even about you and yes life and death do is in the power of the tongue but at the end of the day it's really what you believe about you (laughs) we're finna get into this we're getting ready to dig into this but first you know that we're going to pray father we just thank you for being here today again today this day in the midst of us lord god we thank you lord god that you will manifest this word you will give us a rhema word you will reveal this word to us today this day that it will bring forth fruit we will be fruitful we will not just be hearers of your word Um, But we will become doers of your word, studiers of your word. We will make room for you, Father. We ask that you um, lead God and direct our path today and that you use my lips of clay, Father. And you speak through me because I willingly yield my members to you. For you said whoever we yield our members to, Lord God, that's who we're servant to. And therefore, I yield my members to you today, again, this day. I'm here to walk in obedience to you, Father, not in rebellion towards you. And I ask that you use me to say whatever it is that you want me to say this day. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. You guys, again, thank you for joining in. Please share my podcast. Hit that subscribe button and subscribe to my podcast if you'd like to support our podcast ministry. And um, But we're getting ready to get started. Um, we're going to come briefly out of um, Proverbs 23 and 7. I want to read the NLT version. A lot of us know it. This is... They are always thinking about how much it costs. Eat and drink, they say, but they don't mean it. Um, King James Version says, For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. He's telling you to eat and drink. You know, come on in and have all that you want to have. Eat as much as you want to have. But really on the inside, his heart is not with you. Because he's saying one thing with his mouth, but really he's believing another thing in his heart. The reason I ask the question is, are you sabotaging you? Because it's really, it's not even all in what they said about you or what they say to you. It's about what you believe about you. Whose report do you believe? Are you believing the report of the Lord or are you believing the report of the world? Are you believing God's word or are you believing their word? Um, As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. It's what you believe about yourself that's either sabotaging you or that's allowing you to walk in the newness of life. Um, How do we overcome this self-sabotage? Well, by finding out who we are in Christ. We cannot walk in who we are without knowing and believing who we are. And you know, it's not just enough to believe. Jesus said, show me your faith without your works. And I'm going to show you my faith by my works. As your, as we begin to understand, like 2 Corinthians 5, 17, that we are new creatures in Christ Jesus. And as we begin to believe that in our heart, we can begin to walk in the newness of life. You know, 2 Corinthians 5, 
16 says, we now no no we no longer know man according now we no longer know man according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. But if any man be in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. All things passed away. Behold, which means look, see, all things have become new. Do can, do you see your new do you see yourself as a new creature or are you still stuck seeing yourself? As in condemnation, as the old creature. Condemnation kills our identity in Christ. How many of you know that God is against whatever is against Him? But God is not against us. For God, for um, if God be for us, nothing and no one can be against us, right? God is for us. It's the sin that He hates, not us. So that condemnation keeps us from being able to see who we are. Satan is the accuser of the brethren. The Romans tells us there's now therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who walks not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. But if you walk according to the flesh, yes, you're going to feel that condemnation because that's the arena of the devil. The devil it operates in the works of the flesh. The works of the flesh, Galatians 5, 19, 20, all that over there talks about the works of the flesh. The devil manifests himself through us, through the works of the flesh. And when he gets us to do, or he talks us into doing something that we know we shouldn't do, then we feel that condemnation. If we walk after the flesh, we're going to feel condemnation. But if we walk in the spirit, in the newness of life, that's the real us. The real us are born again. If those who have the spirit of God are the children of God, but those who have not the spirit of God are none of his. This is what Roman tells us. But if we begin to walk in love, as we begin to walk in the spirit, walk in love, walk in obedience to God, condemnation will have no place in us. And the reason we can't see ourselves the way God sees us is because we're believing what the devil says about us. If we believe the devil's lies, we will walk in agreement with the devil's lies. So my question to you is, whose report do you believe? Can you believe what God has said about you, that you're heirs, that we're heirs and joint heirs in Jesus Christ? We are heirs to the kingdom. We are rich in Christ Jesus. True riches is not counted about uh, numbered by the abundance of things that we have. But true riches is counted by the God who we serve. Because at the end of the day, God did not come to redeem things. God came to redeem souls. He came to redeem us, people. That's the only thing that's going to heaven. What profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and when he dies, he loses his soul? It doesn't profit anything. Why is this? Because those things that we have is going to be left behind. I've never seen... Uh, so I like to tell people everything that we have on earth is on lease. I don't care if you got the title to it because we're not going to be taking this stuff with us when we leave this earth. We're not. Ta- so this is why Jesus said, I'm not preaching against things. I'm just trying to set the order because Jesus tells us, he said, I need you to in Matthews. I believe it's Matthews 18. I need you to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. First, we seek God first. We go, we seek the source. We don't, we don't run after the resources. We run after the source. How many of you know that the provisions of God are in the will of God? And as we seek and knock and chase, everything that we need is in, the provisions are in the will. 
the provisions of God are in the will of God and God finances the he gives you provision for the vision whatever it is he's called you to do he will finance it doesn't that make sense it's his idea we just have to ask him for the wisdom to get the wealth he's given us power to get the wealth so give us wisdom to show us how to get it because we are in this world and he understands this this is why he tells us seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you but because I clothe the lilies of the field I'm, I'm telling you and I and I feed the birds of the air don't you know that you're more important to God than these natural things we're more important the only thing that he created in his image and likeness was us. What an honor and a privilege to be created in his own likeness and image. And then to go on a little bit further, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, he put on the inside of us. Oh, wow. What an honor and a privilege that he would put his spirit on the inside of us. We're walking spirits. The real us is a spirit. We are a spirit. We have a body and we... Uh, we live in a body and we have a soul, but the real us is a spirit. And this is why it's the spirit that giveth life, the word of God tells us. And when our spirit leaves our physical body, that's why the body no longer ceased to live because it was the spirit that giveth life that caused the body to be alive. We all know this is true. When you go to a funeral, the only thing that's left there is that shell because it's the spirit. That's the real us that giveth life. Are you sabotaging yourself? By believing what someone else says about you. By believing the lies of the devil. What lies have the devil told you? Because, see, we're living, uh, we believe the lie, we're going to live the lie. We're going to live beneath what who God has called us to be. We're not going to be able to walk in our um, divine purpose. We're not going to be walk, be able to walk in God's authority because we don't believe we have any authority. Because we're believing the devil's lie. But God says... Jesus said, I've given you the keys to the kingdom. I've given you the power. You have the power. You have the authority. I've given it to you. Now you cast out devils. You lay hands on the sick. But if we don't believe what God say, then we're believing what the devil says. And yes, words have been spoken over us, word curses. But the way you break those word curses is by believing the report of the Lord. Jesus said, if you continue on my word, you're all my disciples indeed. And you will know the truth. And guess what's going to happen? It's God's truth that's going to set us free from the lies of the enemy. And that's what's keeping us from being able to walk in the newness of life is because we don't believe the Lord Jesus Christ. And when we don't believe the report of the Lord, guess what we do? We call God a liar. You, how many of you know that we can have faith for others and we can even pray the prayer of faith for others and not have faith for ourselves because of the perception we have for ourselves? I remember one time I was uh, talking to this young lady and um, I was kind of mentoring her. And um, she could pray. She could pray the paint off the wall. She could. And when this, I, I said, "Listen, I need you to pray for me." Uh, this lady prayed for me, and I believe what she said. She prayed the word. She prayed a prayer of faith. I heard the word. I mean, I, I mean, it just pierced my heart what she was saying. I received the word, right? But the power problem was she didn't have faith for herself because. In her mind, because she didn't understand, she didn't believe the report of the Lord. She didn't believe that God loves me. And the reason she had a hard time believing those things about herself is because she was believing everybody else. 
She believed the words over her mother over the words of God. You know, she believed the words of what the world said over what her husband said over what God said. Whose report will you believe? See, when you believe, when we believe, when we know who we are in Christ, we won't have any problems with what the world calls self-esteem. It's not even self-esteem. It's about God esteem. The devil will not be able to use his words to pull you down, to oppress you. That's what it is. The devil will not be able to oppress you when you know who you are. He won't be able to use people to say words to you to oppress you or to depress you when we know who we are in Christ Jesus. Because I can't identify, I don't answer. We have to quit answering and quit responding to what the devil says. Let me tell you how inner healing comes. Inner healing comes when we begin to believe what God says about us. Because the reason we're feeling oppressed and depressed and broken and crushed is because of words and things that the devil has done to us that make us believe and think that what you did to me is who I am. But the truth of the matter is what you did to me is not who I am, but it's something, it was a sin act that you did. And it had nothing to do with me. It was because of who you were and how you were and the fact that you let the devil use you. But what you did to me was not about me. What you did to me was about you. And one thing the Lord used, when he gave one, how many of you know that the word of God is the power of God? It has the power to deliver us and save us and set us free. All you need is one word. I'm telling you, for years I struggled with this, the opinion of people. One day the Lord gave me Proverbs 4.23 says, Pearl, guard your heart for out of it flows everything that you do. Right? So he says, listen here, what they're saying about you is not about you, but it's about them. See, evil, when you when you got all you have is evil and negative in your heart. An evil tree cannot bring forth good fruit. And a good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit. So when all you can give someone is evil, that's coming out of what's inside of you. And he said, bro, listen, what they're saying about you really is about themselves. And they're telling you, listen here, I'm miserable. Listen here, I'm a liar. Listen here, everything that they were saying about you was really true about themselves. Because Jesus tells us, listen here, it's out the abundance of a man's own heart that his mouth is speaking. So quit taking how they are and making it about you. And you need to bless those who cur- try to curse you. And pr- bless, pray for those who try to uh, use you. You know, bless them. Bless those that curse you. Because really what they're saying is not about you. And because no weapon formed against you can prosper... All they're doing, that those words that they're speaking about you is going to come back on them. So I need you to stand up and intercede for them. And I need you to speak a blessing over them. So what they say about you won't come back on them. Because I love people. How many of you know that God is for us? He's not against us. Acts 10.38, our pastor Paul preached uh, last Sunday. I was visiting in Lawton. And, and, and he was preaching from Acts 10, 38. And that's, you know, he's like, Jesus went about doing nothing but good and healing all those that were sick and oppressed of the devil. How many of you know Romans tells us that because God is for us, nothing or no one can be against us. How many of you know that God is for you? Even he's against the evil that we do. God hates sin. He don't hate people. It was when we were yet sinners, the Bible said God still died for us. So when God stands against what stands against us, 
Because God hates sin. And so when we begin to hate evil, that's when we'll begin to understand the fear of the Lord. <laughs> the fear of the Lord is to hate evil. The more we learn to hate evil, the more we'll learn to love God. The more we learn to love God by spending time with God in the word of God, having a grateful heart and a thankful heart in everything. We give God thanks and we give God praise. And this is how we acknowledge him in all our ways. This is how we, we can. This is what causes us to be conscious of him each and every day. So if you need inner healing, what you're going to do is you're going to find it from the word of God. You're going to find it as you begin to understand your identity, your new identity in Christ Jesus. You're oppressed and you're depressed because we have believed the report of the devil. We've ate, believed, we've heard the lie. We believe the lie. We received the lie. We partake of the forbidden fruit. We took a bite of it. And on the inside, it, it killed us spiritually. So as you begin to understand who we are in Christ. You guys, um, pick up my book, Understanding Your New Identity in Christ Jesus. It's a little workbook. And it will, it's a, it, I break it down line upon line, precept upon precept. It's a little study guide. It's like 24 pages. I promise you, as you begin to learn who you are in Christ, you will quit responding and answering everything the devil says that does not identify with you, that does not say who you are. If some, if you, if you're walking down the street and someone say, "Hey, boy, hey, boy, hey, boy, hey, man, hey, gentleman," and you're not a man or a gentleman, you're not going to respond to that because that's not who you are. If you're a woman, you see what I'm saying? I'm just saying we have to quit answering the the lies of the devil. We got to quit believing the lies of the devil. You know, we got to quit receiving the lies of the devil. This is what he does. The devil comes to plant seeds of doubt. He told Eve, he said, you will not surely die. You know, he wants us to believe the evil report. But we have to believe the report of the Lord. Because when we don't believe who we are in Christ, it's because the spirit of condemnation has come to crush us. And it's keeping us from being able to walk in the newness of life. Listen here, God still loves you. Even though when we don't do everything he wants us to do. It was for God so loved the world. John 3, 16 tells us that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And then Romans tells us it was, well, this is how God proved his love to us. That even when we were yet sinners, Christ died for the ungodly. In other words, God is love. Love is who God is. Now, let's, let's keep this in context. Just because God hates sin. You know, and the thing that sends us to hell is not accepting his son, Jesus Christ, as his Lord, as his Lord and Savior. Okay, but God hates sin. So it's not a license to sin. You know, the word of God says, should we continue in sin so grace should, uh, grace should abide? Um, God forbid, the Bible says, for whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. So God loving me means I need to love him back. We need to love on God like God loves on us. So how do you love God? How do you prove your love for God? Jesus said, if you love me, obey me, right? We say it all the time. We understand this natural love. We we understand that love is an action word, right? It was because God so loved that he gave. See, it, God did something to prove his love for us when he gave his only one son, Jesus, to die for us. That's how God proved his love for us. If you need inner healing, 
Start finding out who you are in Christ. You guys pick up this new study guide because it's the truth. Like Jesus told his disciples in, uh, I think it's 1 John 8, 32 or John 8, 32. If you continue my word, you are my disciples indeed. And you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. The truth will break the chains. The truth will break the lies off your life. And as we begin to believe the word of God, we will get revelation. God will reveal himself to us. We need a revelation of Jesus Christ. Father, I pray right now and I ask that you give us a revelation of Jesus Christ. When when Peter told Jesus who he was, he said, you're the Messiah, the Christ, the son of the living God. He said, well, Peter, uh, flesh and blood, you know, upon this rock, I build my church. He said, but flesh and blood did not reveal this to you. But my father, which is in heaven, in other words, God gave Peter a rhema word. He gave him a revelation word. He he allowed him to see into the spirit who Jesus was. He didn't, there was no way in the natural he could have understood that. That word came from God. And I think it's Psalms or Proverbs when he said, those who make their covenant known to God, no, those who love God, those who fear the Lord, it says he will make his covenant known to them. And so when we have a reverential fear or respect, reverence for God, he'll make his covenant known to us. He will reveal himself to us as we, uh, our desire, as we align our will with his will. As we walk in obedience to God, he will reveal himself to us. We can get a revelation of God. Those who fear the Lord, he makes his covenant known to them. Right? So, are you sabotaging yourself by believing what mama said, what daddy said, what sister said, what brother said, what your friend said, what the people said, what the world said? Is, are you sabotaging? Because when we believe what the world say, we don't believe what the words say. So we have to reprogram our mind. Put on the mind of Christ and begin to believe what he says so we can walk in the newness of life. You are a new creation. You're not who they say you are. And what you did is not, what you do is not who you are. Yes, we allow our flesh to commit to uh, commit sin or we allowed our flesh to do what we did or to say what we said. But if any man be in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. And old things, all those old things have passed away. Behold, look, see, 2 Corinthians 5, 17 tells us. Behold, look and see. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Behold, look, see, in other words, all things have become new. We have to begin to walk in the newness of life. Galatians says, if I'm crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ that liveth in me. And the life I now live, I'm living by faith in the Son of God. I'm living by faith in what Jesus Christ has already done. Those who are the sons of God are led by the Spirit of God because they listen to their Father God. Do you understand that you are a a son of God? You are a child of God? He adopted us. You have been adopted by God. We have been adopted by the beloved. You are accepted by God. Do you know how important it is to be adopted? When you are adopted, that means they chose you on purpose. God chose us. We are a royal priesthood. We are marvelously and wonderfully made. You guys pick up my book, Understanding Your New Identity. It's a study guide. Um, it's line upon line, precept upon precept. 
get that study guide. And I promise you, it's only 25 pages. When you finish, you will begin to walk in the newness of life. We talk about confidence, self-confidence, self-esteem. It's not about any of that. It's about God-esteem. It's about knowing who you are in Christ. It's not about having confidence in yourself. It's about having confidence in who God says you are. And as we begin to have confidence in who God says we are, that's when we can begin to walk in the newness of life. We have to understand our new identity in Christ so we can walk in the newness of life. What you did is not who you are. You are who God says you are. Behold, be healed, be restored, be set free in Jesus' name. It's not about meditating on what they did. It's about meditating on what God said. What they did to you, what they said about you is about them. And it's not a reflection of you. Don't take how they are and make it about you. But see it as something that they said, something as they did. And pray for them because they're showing you that they're miserable inside, that they're sick, oppressed, depressed, or demon-possessed. And that that's why we need to bless those that curse us. Because the only reason they're cursing us is because they have, they have, they've got evil on the inside and the devil is using them. And God loves them. He's against what uh, he is against us. But God loves people. And when we're living a lifestyle that's contrary to him, he's against that lifestyle. But he's not against us. But what happens is, and God is not doing anything evil because God is good. But what happens is, when we don't do what God say or live how God tells us to live, we give the devil access into our lives. The Bible says give no place to the devil. The devil can gain access in our lives through unforgiveness, through bitterness, by disobedience. Living a lifestyle contrary to what God says gives the devil complete access into our lives. Satan comes, John 10, 10 tells us, it's a thief who come at night, but the steal, kill, and destroy. God is a good God, and every good and perfect gift comes from him. But God is against evil. What, you know, evil, light, and darkness have no th- nothing in common, right? God is against evil. He's not against people. He hates sin because it's going to hurt us. And like the good father he is, just like a parent, when you're saying you're telling your kids not to do things, it's not because you don't like them. When you're correcting them, it's because you love them, not because you don't like them. You see, he's our Abba Father. If you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, God is your Abba Father. God is not mad at you, and God does not hate you. God does not hate you, and he's not mad at you. It was for God, it, it was because God so loved us that he gave his son to die for us. When we were yet sinners, when we didn't know God, when we didn't acknowledge God, when we ignored God, he still loved us. It's the goodness of God that draws us to repentance. But as believers, we do have to take a stand. We need to stand against what God is against. Hate evil. To hate evil is the beginning of wisdom. When we learn to hate evil, we'll learn to love God. And when we learn to love God, we'll learn to hate evil, right? But God will strengthen us and he will help us when we call to him because he says he's a present help in our time of trouble. So those areas in our lives that we're living that's contrary to who he is and how he is are areas in our lives where God is not helping us. He's not gracing us. But the devil will help us. And the devil, you know what I'm saying? When we do what the devil say do, 
He'll help us to do what he said to. He'll send people into our lives to help us to do what we're not supposed to do. But God is greater. We're sinned about the love of God and the grace of God is so much greater. Don't confuse what you do with being who you are. But an act in which you allow your sinful flesh to commit. So all we do is we repent of it. Today, this day, if my lifestyle is in direct opposition to who God is, then God is against the lifestyle. He's not against me, but he's against my lifestyle. He's not, he does not approve of it. And there, so what, what do we do? How do we fix this? We just, he, all we simply do is say, Lord, forgive me. He said, uh, we have an advocate that if we do sin, we have an advocate. He's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all of our unrighteous acts, unrighteousness, right? So we just receive the forgiveness that he's already supplied for us because his grace and mercy is fresh and new every day. We just turn around from it. We turn away from it. We do a 360. We do about face and we change our mindset to change where we're at. What does now that I know the truth, now I'm responsible for doing what it says. Repentance, uh, godly sorrow worketh repentance unto salvation. In other words, when I'm sorry to God, that's when true change will begin to be manifest in my life. I'm not just sorry because I got caught. I'm not sorry because you said you're not going to be my friend anymore. I'm not sorry because of what you say. Because it really, truly, honestly speaking, the word of God tells us, he said, that the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. You being mad at me really is not going to bring about a true change in me. I may do it while you're there or do it for eye service. or do, If I'm doing it to please you, it's going to be a temporal thing. But if I'm doing it to please God, that's when it's a sincere change. It's godly sorrow that worketh repentance unto salvation when I'm sorry to God. How many of you are sorry to God today? I don't know about you, but none of us are perfect. So, But that's not my excuse to sin. That's not my excuse to stay in sin. When we fall down, our goal is to get back up. The Bible says a righteous man will fall down seven times, but he's going to get back up. Why? Because his sincere heart desire is to serve the Lord for real. And my heart desire is to serve the Lord for real. So I come before you this day. We're going to pray. Father, we come before you again today, this day. And we say we're sorry, God. We say that we're sorry because we grieved you. We said we're sorry because we've quenched you. We're sorry, God, for being disobedient to you. And we ask you right now to strengthen us and to help us. Because you told us in Psalms 46 that you are a present help in time of trouble. So, Holy Spirit, Father, we ask that you strengthen us, comfort us, teach us, lead us, guide us and direct us into everything every single thing that's true every single thing that's right every single thing that's good praiseworthy and father we will acknowledge you in all our ways again today this day if you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, I want you to pray this with me. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, If we confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. It's Because one, it's with the mouth, it's with the heart that we believe, but it's with the mouth that we confess. So if you believe in your heart that Jesus uh, 
Jesus is confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. So, Father, we come before you this day and we pray. We say, Lord, save us. We do believe that Jesus Christ is Lord, that he is, uh, we believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead. And make sure you confess with your mouth and you tell someone. For we overcome by the word of our testimony and the blood of the Lamb. Make sure that you tell someone because every time you confess it, you call the devil a liar. <laughs> it makes you free. Confession really is good for the soul. Inner healing begins with understanding your identity in Christ. Quit sabotaging yourself and begin to walk in the newness of life. Start believing what God say instead of what they say. And when you believe what God say, the devil won't be able to use his words to oppress you, to depress you, to compress you, to, to numb you, to paralyze you. Okay? So be free in Jesus' name by believing what he says. Pick up my book because we have to change our mindset the same as we were at, right? Romans, uh, Romans 12 and 2 tells us to be not conformed, but be ye transformed by the renewing of our mind. When we don't understand our identity in Christ, remember that rejection will always have a place in our lives. So take time. Take time renewing your mind set so you can begin to walk in the true riches of life by having a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Quit sabotaging you and start believing what God says about you and the devil will not be able to oppress you and the spirit of rejection will have no place in you. It's not what they say that's true. When they're not saying about you what God is saying, then what they're saying is not true. And that's all it measures down to. Okay, I'm getting ready to end it here. You guys be blessed. Be encouraged. And please spend some time. Order my book again. That's all, you can get it. I believe this one's on walmart.com. You can't get it at the store, but you can order it online. Walmart.com. Um, you can put Pearly Martin. Um, understanding our new identity in Christ. Or go to Barnes & Noble's Amazon. Or you could just put my name. Uh, Google my name. Pearly Martin. Um, books on Amazon.com. Order that book. It's like I said, it's a little study guide. You you'll need to write the answers inside the book. You're gonna love it. It's it's, it's short. It's quick. It's just scriptures in there that's talking about our new identity. Um, if you oppress, depress, you need inner healing. Find out who you are in Christ, and the Word of God will deliver you, set you free. For the Word of God, it is the power of God unto salvation. The Bible says he sent his word and he healed them. The healing is in the word. As you begin to find out who you are and you begin to change your identity, that self-rejection, those mother wounds, those father wounds, a lot of that stuff is going to go because what mama said about you is not true. If mama wasn't saying what God was saying, that wasn't, that's not true about you. If daddy wasn't saying what daddy... That wasn't true about you. Him not having time for you was not about you. It was about him. We have to learn how not to take on the offense and understand how not to take how they are and make it about you. Again, pick up my other book, Understanding Your Own Issues and Other Issues. That's where I talk about that, about um, not taking other people's issues and making them about you. Okay? It's nothing personal. Let's quit taking on the offense. That pain is... You know, a good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit and an evil tree cannot bring forth 
good fruit. What's coming out of them is what's in them. If you want to know what's in your heart, simply listen to your mouth speak. Because Jesus said it's on the abundance of a man's own heart that his mouth is speaking. So if you want to change what's in you, we have to put the word of God in us. The word of God is the power of God. And God is good. God is not against us. God is for us. But he's against the sinful lifestyle that we live or the sinful things that we do when it's contrary to who he is. Not because, because as a father, he, want, he wants what's best for us. Isn't that what we want for our kids? When our kids do something bad, you don't hate the child. You hate the bad act that they do or you, you hate the bad behaviors. You, don't, you still love your child. You're, you're, you're not, you're, the, your correction is you want your child to um, correct that wrong behavior. And because you love him, you hate the thing that's trying to destroy him. It's not him that you hate or her that you hate. You hate the sin that that uh, that they're doing because you know it's something that can harm them, right? It's not the person that you hate. God doesn't hate people. He loves people. It was for God so loved that he gave his son to die for us. But it's, when my lifestyle is contrary to him, he has to take a stand against it because it's in opposition to who he is. And it's in his opposition to how he is. So it's not okay for me to live like that because when I live a lifestyle that's contrary to who he is and how he is, remember, I give access to the devil in my life. How can two walk together except they both agree? I have to walk in agreement with God. I have to walk in obedience to God to walk in agreement with God. So who you walking with? There's no condemnation. Today is a day of repentance. To do that 360, to turn our lifestyle around and begin to get in the word of God so we can see ourselves the way he sees us. God has a good perception of us. So if you don't have a good perception of yourself, that's not a God perception of yourself. Okay, that's the perception. That's the enemy that the devil wants to give you. He wants you to not understand that you created in God's own image and his own likeness. He don't, he don't want you to believe that God loves you because he wants you to believe that what you do or what you did was who you are and that you're unlovable. But what you did and what you do is not who you are. It's an action in which you allow your flesh to commit. You are who God says you are. Your identity didn't change because of something that you did. Me, uh, you know, if you stole something in the store, it doesn't change the fact that you're still a woman. <laughs> don't change. So when you do something that's wrong, it don't change who God says you are. He's not upset with you, the person. He just don't want us to do the evil acts because it gives access to the devil in our lives and it hurts us. Do you understand that? You get that. God is for you. He's not for the evil that we do. Uh, but God is for you. He loves you, the person. Okay. Find out who we are in Christ Jesus. Pick up my book, Amazon.com. Understanding your new identity in Christ Jesus. Okay. For if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. If you accepted Jesus Christ today on my podcast, please leave me a voice message or something so we can all celebrate together. God loves you and God is not angry at you. Okay. I'm ending it here. You be blessed. No more self-sabotage. Walking in the newness of life. Believe in what God says about you. No longer trying to satisfy what they, other people, but focusing on satisfying the Lord. Okay? Not being a man pleaser, but being a God pleaser. You guys, uh, listen to my other podcast, Overcoming Rejection. It ties in with this. Okay, till next time. You guys be blessed, be encouraged. 
Remember to keep looking for the good in your day so you can see all God's goodness throughout your day. Okay? Be blessed. Be encouraged. Until next time. Again, this is Dr. Pearlie Martin. Share this podcast. Hit that subscribe button. I'm on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, um, a, a few other locations. So you guys, please share it. Till next time. Okay? We'll talk again later. Join my Facebook page, Raptime Martin, The Prayer Room, Dating Identified Mary in God's Way. I'm ending it here.